This podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability, criminal prosecution, and the wrath of the tall man. <laughs> Boy! Hey, let's talk about you, the ID10T community events at ID10T.com, like Russ Stevens, a.k.a. Cool Movies Darth, who uh, has started a podcast called 90 for Chill, uh, which Russ says is dedicated to movies with a runtime between 74 and 99 minutes, the time frame that I feel is ideal. Russ, I could not agree with you more. That is a fantastic idea. Uh, Russ goes on to say there are times you need a cinematic fix but don't have time for the latest Scorsese masterpiece or offering from a comic book universe. There's also times when you know you need a conclusion to prevent a binge costing you a whole night. Um, my guests and I try to follow these guidelines as we chat up features that are definitely worth your time and are beyond easy to make time for. 90 for Chill, the podcast, can be found on all major podcast platforms at 94chill.com, and that's spelling out 90, uh, N-I-N-E-T-Y, 4-F-O-R, chill. Um, so there you go. Thank you so much for sharing, Russ. A uh, really great idea for a podcast. Events at ID10T.com for everyone else. Little hands, it's time to rock and roll. Bring the noise. And welcome to 90 for Chill, the podcast with Cat Bus Russ. This is your host, Cat Bus Russ, and we've gotten back from Rosemont uh, via Morton, Illinois, and I am tired because there was a shift at my uh, secondary job, but uh, wasn't too bad in all honesty. Just, I'm really, I am really getting worn out by all of these trips now, I suppose, just can't plan around I can't plan around them well enough it seems so but you know I still got a lot of work to do trying to get this out uh, for Tuesday and you know I gotta still spoil my little cat Ava who's looks in good health after being away um, for the last five days of course Allie did check on her so she's doing fine and yeah that's where we're at of course if you want your um, Home to be filled with my dulcet tones. You can ask the Google Nest or Amazon Echo device to play 90 for Chill, the podcast, and it should get you here. Uh, I'm still working on trying to straighten out this um, connection with Podbean, which I don't really want to be connected anymore. So if we can uh, all subscribe to 90 for Chill, the podcast, all the words are spaced out. With Cat Bus Russ, I think uh, everything will be... Uh, well, I don't think the Cat Bus Russ is spelled out, but I digress. So, enough of the formalities, I suppose. It's going to be an interesting week trying to figure out if I'm gonna how I'm going to do the next podcast, uh, especially with my energy levels. But um, I've got something on the back burner that I took care of at uh, the uh, Fan Expo Chicago 2023. So... We should be uh, clear sailing. So what I'm going to do with this episode is just um, just going to end up um, talking about the final day of the po- the convention, and then I'll attach the three previous bonus episodes for those on Podbean 
it's going to be, I guess, more worthwhile for them. But if you've been following, and I appreciate that, uh, 90 for Chill, the podcast with Cat Bus Russ. Um, it's a Spotify podcast on top of that if I need further um, guidance for you. It's, um, yeah, thank you very much. And I hope you've enjoyed my uh, commentaries uh, about uh, Fan Expo. So, yeah, um, hoping to make this brief because, you know, after I add those on, it's going to be, well, you know, probably a 90-minute podcast, which, hey, that's kind of short for me. So we'll go with that. So, um, so yeah, it was a frustrating um, fan expo, I suppose, as I've said, uh, with um, just how certain... Uh, uh, panels were very protective of their um, their um, people. I mean, it's great uh, to see Felicia Day kind of lash back at it, and uh, Danny Trejo really trying his best not to care about it at all. So, uh, with that, so as I say, those panels were great the uh, previous day, and as for Sunday. I got a re- I got a bit of a late start because I'm the pack mule of the group since the poetic critic doesn't drive, so I was just getting myself all ready to load up my Nissan Altima with all the uh, souvenirs and stuff, and I still had stuff to buy, and we'll get to that. But um, by that point, it was basically my goal was to get that uh, Giancarlo Esposito Funko Pop of Moff Gideon signed. So here's hoping that uh, Fan Expo 2024 will uh, not have as many celebrities that I have Funko Pops of. I will pay $200 for Mark Hamill. I will say that. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I think um, pretty smooth sailing. You know, I, I Shazam Pops sold out so fast for the first movie. I mean, Pops of Shazam, Zachary Levi did. So I wonder if those are hard to come by. Uh, now, Fury of the Gods, not so much. but um, And I did kind of miss Zachary Levi. He was here, but he was also at uh, C2E2. So I appreciate that he's working his ass off as much as he can since he can't work. But uh, I digress. Um, so, you know, it was load the car up, check out of the hotel, and then wait for the Giancarlo Esposito um, and I must have misread the schedule because I thought, oh, Mira Servino's going to be a two o'clock panel. Great, I can check that out. Kiefer Sutherland, I think they were going. Regardless, I think they crossed paths with each other. I mean, the scheduling, so they overlap. So, you know, I got the autograph from Kiefer. Very cool guy. Um, again, as I said last uh, on the day three podcast i kind of wish i had kids just so i'd have something to show off and he could interact with instead of me just being a very straightforward guy try to be respectful what have you um and i guess i kind of realized i haven't really seen i've seen a lot of Keith or sutherland but i can't really say i've seen a lot of keith or sutherland stuff you know um i've seen half of his joel schumacher stuff um i haven't seen young guns um, I guess I'll refer to Andrew TD at Couch Mountain Bakes about that one. If uh, that series 
worth catching up on. And of course, uh, I think it was the second trip to Las Vegas for my uh, little brother's wedding. I was originally put up in the Young Guns 2 room at Planet Hollywood. Or maybe that was the trip I took with uh, Allie from Allie's Accessory Shop on Etsy. Um, So yeah, little connection there. I think they kind of revamped. I just had a feeling they revamped the rooms by the third time. I used I went to Planet Hollywood that uh, they took out that gimmick. So I don't know. It could have been the first trip back in 2008, prob- more likely. Uh, well, 2009 was my little brother's wedding. Um, and what happens in Vegas should have stayed in Vegas, I suppose, with that wedding. Or marriage, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, that's a little story about Keith Sutherland or my, you know, connection with him. Uh, one point I was trying to back down, uh, back up my um, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. So I could could I use Kiefer to get there? Uh, I just got to go to my blog, maineventofthedead.com. Uh, and if it's about movies, you can still go to four, uh, 90forchill.blogspot.com. Uh, the podcast is now the uh, page for 90 for Chill. Um, the podcast. So let me get through what was that movie uh, that I would use. Okay, let's see. Hmm, trying to get there. <laughs> Sorry, I know. Excellent uh, air. Um, excellent podcasting stuff. I know. I'm sorry. Let me see. I was at the search. Seth Rollins. I can't remember the name of the movie. It wasn't really that great. Armed response. Okay. And is that even... So do I have to update my list of movies? No. Okay. Armed response from 2017. Hmm. I didn't even... Okay. Well... Interesting. I didn't even put little side notes of who the actors were back when I was doing the blog in 2019 when this started. The 90 for Chill concept. So we got uh, Seth Rollins was with, starred with, oh, we'll go Wesley Snipes. Started with Woody, uh, Wesley Snipes, who started with Woody Harrelson in White Men Can't Jump. Uh, Woody Harrelson is start with yeah different time i will have that figured out next time so my again just i don't think i'm that far away from Kiefer. i just have to get to a few good men okay so there um there's that story and as i say i got the autograph from john carlo espinzio and a very cool guy very respect i mean i did my best to be very respectful he just had a guy in front of me had I think three Gus Freeling Breaking Bad pops to get autographed. Um, and then he had a photo that, uh, like a big poster, we're talking probably, oh, well, I mean, not huge, but, you know, um, we're probably talking 20, 20 by 24 or so 
probably larger, 20 by 32, or could have just been, I don't know, I'm looking at my, my Porg, and that's really kind of short. Yeah, bad representation. Um, but the other side of that had uh, Brian, Brian Cranston had already autographed, so it was a scene from Breaking Bad, a show I need to catch up on, That and The Wire. Uh, so just one of those, like, dude, I, I don't know. I know you got the, the, like, I have joked with my coworkers at the secondary job today that, uh, you know, this is, a uh, my Joe exotic weekend. There's no way I'm going to financially recover from this. And that's not the case. I, before I started the pot, well, I started do getting my sound, my uh, sound bites all lined up and before i know uh once i got it all set up like ooh, i better check the internet oh shoot i gotta pay my bills this week so <laughs> it's not looking as bad as you know i feared so that's story of my life i suppose so yeah there's um so it's just like dude it's a guy the celebrity wants to kind of have a you know relationship i guess in a sense this isn't like um so yeah i probably should get my autographs personalized but i only get one autograph so i i don't feel like i'm that guy with that said though did i get my bret hart hockey jersey personally signed which i skipped my high school uh first high school reunion for i don't know it's bret hart that's not going anywhere so and yeah actually got home uh, reviewing everything with mom you know, putting some helpful receipts up and like, ah, can't, you know, can't enable you guys. You got too many tattoos. And it's like, oh, you know, did, but did you have fun? And yeah, yeah. Um, as I say, it's just, I guess the thing is Fan Expo just kind of has, a, it just felt so corporate. And, you know, not to mention that the trailer's real for, um, uh, before all the panels, which was better than C2E2's, which was just Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which I love since you've been gone, and I look forward to investigating that for MCU next Tuesday, but I think, well, there you go, something for the podcast. We will MCU next Tuesday with Thor, Love and Thunder. So, you know, Taika, I, I was really impressed again by... Uh, Sam Raimi's Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So I got I got a good vibe. Like if Taika still gets to be Taika Watiti, it's gonna be fun. Um, so there there we go. Um, if he doesn't, then you know, well, uh, I don't know. It could sour me on Guardians. And I had my coworker, my bot, uh, one of my second in charge, the assistant general manager, I think his official title said, "Oh, I just watched." Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 it's 2 hours 40 minutes and it ends like Return of the Jedi with a bunch of dancing animals and it's like eh, it worked worked in 83 so and other stuff uh, for me and opinions I got uh, I put, retweeted a meme um, of uh, Darth Vader and Darth Vader was you know ruled the galaxy essentially and how Voldemort couldn't even conquer a high school and uh yeah I got into a little and I just said you know that was the meme I said you know 
I, I just got to share it because Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling, such a hack, is so derivative of Star Wars. I saw it all there, except she decided to make an entire movie of Anakin's. And then some pothead, I suppose. Muggle. We'll just call him that. I went and said, well, oh yeah, like Star Wars isn't derivative. And I said, yeah, it is derivative of Kurosawa. Pick better people to base it on. I'm not saying, well, there's, there are Star Wars movies I'd put up there with Kurosawa, but George Lucas is not Akira Kurosawa. So let's just leave it at that. So, um, yeah, so I just get a little frustrated and you, if you watch being the elite, uh, like I do, because I want to follow people who really care about the wrestling business, not CM Punk (laughs) shots fired. Um, you hear them complaining about, you know, having to, um, well, not really complaining about the, well, they, they complain about the autograph hounds at the airport when they land. Uh, and, you know, they give them their house show signatures, as they say. Um, but, you know, they go, if they want to sell something, I don't know, maybe they're being sarcastic, maybe not. But if they're if they're going to sell something for autographs, they just sign it. It's an impersonal experience. So I guess, you, you know, are you just trying to prolong the experience with four freaking autographs? And, yeah, I know, the value of those Funko Pops I got signed pretty much probably, you know, throw in every one I've gotten signed will prob- could probably pay for everything I spent on this trip. Maybe more. So, I get it. Not a bad field, but it's not supposed to be a field, I guess, is what I'm ranting about. So, uh, at, so Giancarlo, Giancarlo Esposito's uh, waiting kind of you know, cut a lot of my uh, time for panels, but it didn't feel like there was a lot of panels again. I and my older sister, the poetic critic, was complaining about a panel about oh, it's for the 60th anniversary for Doctor Who, and this is just what happens. Um, you know, they say, oh, I want to know we we want to know your the audience's memories of this. So it's a poorly ran panel because my sister complained about well they by the time they finished their stories with how Doctor Who's affected them and everything, this panel is over. Like, and, you know, I just had to say, because I've seen my older sister add a bunch of panels, it's like, yeah, but you would have ruined it for the people behind you if you got the, got the chance. Because there's a bit of showmanship, I suppose, with a lot of people, or, not the, yeah, some people who ask questions want to make it about themselves and you got to keep in mind everybody else like i've bombed um a couple times at fan i didn't ask any questions at this fan expo i know trying to get my feet under myself for questions at um back in 2022 i kind of slipped up a lot so uh you know but it's not about me so i like i'm just trying you know i want to learn something and of course they were celebrity panels it wasn't a place for me to, you know, tell my life story. So I'm almost kind of glad that the only wrestling thing, gosh, damn it, uh, was the podcast uh, Wrestling Memories. I'm going to look up, now that I got my computer and everything back with me instead of talking to my bloody phone, um, I'm going to look it up, uh, the podcast. 
wrestling. And, oh, sorry. Again. Ava, if you're going to lick yourself, lick louder for the podcast. I kid, I kid. Oh, well. Yeah. Not really something. Yeah, we had one podcast about wrestling. And, yeah, as I said, they did basically what that Doctor Who panel was. Um, But... With that set being said, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, well, it's, you know, you come for the podcasters, you come for the panel. Uh, so you're not coming there to express your views. Um, granted, I had success at C2E2 when I, you know, trashed Jurassic Park and stood up for Bulbasaur as the greatest Pokemon. He's number one for a reason, and if you're a great trainer like I think I am, you'll be able to topple the Elite Four with that little guy. So, Viva the Bulbasaur. (laughs) Which, that was so... Um, Dang, I did a couple panels. Yeah, I did a couple panels I was able to get to. I got to see Andy Serkis, and that's just a great brain to pick, especially, you know, since he's the godfather i think you can say that of uh, motion capture capture acting and um yeah all his stories are fun and you look at it you know it gives you a lot of inspiration ideas on how to do things your way so and uh you know makes me feel stronger going into professional wrestling instead of trying to figure what else to do at juco i don't know I mean, I could have got my general ed associates and then just, well, major in business, I suppose. Nah, that's not me. And that that's the important. He was a visual artist, uh, that, and then, you know, working on shows, just he got the bug. So, and uh, probably the most versatile actor out there. Um, and then uh, between pants, so I had time between... His panel and the last panel of the day, which was Barry Boswick, which I've never he's been I've been at cons with him before, uh, or I've been at cons that he's attended, and I love that he put over the Lowe's Hotel in Rosemont, very nice. Um, and so I don't know, he may have get, he may have just given us where to stock the celebrities. So um, I know it's damn it, Jad, uh, damn it, Janet, but Brad, you were an asshole. So. Yes, the uh, final panel, we'll get to that <laughs> as we went through all that. that uh, you know, I'm going to have you just stick around with that and to uh, patient. Uh, so what I did between panels was I was looking for a uh, gift for my uh, two-year-old niece. She uh, had They were selling the parade in the party, actually, that day at the... Uh, Brookview Zoo, Brookview Zoo, which isn't far from my old wrestling stomp, stomping grounds at Berwyn. And uh, so I kind of like, well, you know, maybe I could talk Rory and then just for kicks to let's see some red frickin' pandas and, uh, you know, celebrate. Yeah, Like my little, my older sister hasn't been at any of the, uh, wasn't at the first birthday for her, so. Not saying she's, it's a two-year-old. I get it. 
we're not and i hardly get i you know i can count how many times i've seen my little brother uh he lives 90 minutes probably close to the two hours away from uh me and mom and dad uh in a little town uh between la salle peru and ottawa illinois uh, closer to the Chicago Burbs, actually, which his um, girlfriend, mother of the child, lives up, lives, is from, so, and I think still works, so, um, and I don't know, you, you get everything kind of, my little brother is kind of, well, he's not like me, I guess he's a little more reserved, when you get, get him present, he's more than happy to be the clown, um, and we'll, I'll leave it at that because I don't want to embarrass him any more than I embarrass my mom on this show. Don't tell mom what I talk about. <laughs> uh, so she's uh, so between the panels, it was basically what temptation am I going to give into? Uh, as I said, I did go and search for a gift for my niece who's kind of allergic to everything right now. And it's like it's got to be something stuffed is what I thought because she's two. So I went in looking and, you know, you got a lot of Pokemon and such, but she's not necessarily going to know Pokemon. I mean, she should. I'm very disappointed in my little sister and her children not being Pokemon fans yet. Um, I don't, well, I mean, yeah, I'm just joking around with that a little bit. Uh, so with, um, so I saw a reasonably priced uh, Ash um, from Evil Dead, Bruce Campbell, Groovy Bruce. Um, plush, I thought about buying her, but it, the chain, it wasn't the chainsaw arm. It was like, I guess you'd say Evil Dead, not Evil Dead 2, Dead by Dawn. Um, so it was kind of just attached to his hand. And I figured the kid's going to pull that off, if not chew it off if not swallow it like so looking for a plush i found like a little strawberry milkshake plush from like a japanese um retailer uh not a japanese retailer a retail and us it's shoot i just lost the word um vendor there we go a vendor selling a lot of japanese stuff really i was able to resist buying the resin dolls uh, almost bought a body pillow, uh, but, mm, you know, I digress. Yeah, no, Russ, that really does seem creepy since it was Evangelion, and it wasn't Masato or Ritsuko or Maya Ibuki. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah. Good good call, Russ. Good call. Um, so, uh, yeah, at that retailer, I saw, like, a plush um, milkshake, and it's like, well, not, yeah. I mean, you can, of course, the song got in my head, but uh, it's like, but she's allergic to so many things. So above it was a plush iced coffee. And you know what? Regardless of your allergies, we all learn to find coffee to embrace. So I think I made the right call with that one. And pretty, pretty inexpensive. A good vendor. I wish I'd have my business card. So I'm actually going to go and stop the podcast for a moment and find those hello there 
And I'm back with my uh, business card case that was found. Uh, I think I said that it was lost, and I was thinking about, well, I get this shop on Amazon and get an excuse. Well, I paid my Amazon bill, and it's like, well, I've got a plenty of credit. So, yeah, no, we stopped. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah, somebody did find my uh, business card case. So I was able to, I was doing my best to collect and like, well, if I got a business card, I best uh, not um, keep it on me. Oh, okay. There we go. I think, uh, yeah. Right. Okay. No, very good. Um, got everything I need. But the um, place I stopped by, the vendor, was Geek the Geek Galleria. That's the geekgalleria.com. So, yeah, a little bit of everything there. Very reliable. So, cool. Um, so what I've been trying to do though, and my goal is now, well, my, uh, keeping those business cards I picked up in the business card case and like, oh no, it's filled. I can't fit any more of mine. So, uh, that's my excuse for going out to some bars just to find that little place to throw them. So keep me active, I suppose. So I think that's a good thing. Um, let's see. Uh, it's going to be, yeah, I'll figure something out. I, can party a little bit i suppose if i can get the friday i'm all right thursday catch uh yeah you know i guess some plans cool all right so yeah that's um so there's the plushy story but otherwise my temptations were uh buying a, another lightsaber uh, but these have usb chargers at least um the saber order did uh, there were a couple other other guys, and they were pricing their stuff pretty reasonable. Um, so I don't know if the blades are going to hold up. Not to say that I've been able to strike somebody with one of my blades, but, you know, I want that option. So, yeah, that's another thing. There wasn't, with this, there wasn't really like a show panel where you got people trying to demonstrate Aikido. Um... My older sister loved the Maid Cafe because it was kind of a musical show for them instead of just like a cafe with uh, girls dressing up as anime girls. Um, so, but um, not a lot of stuff to do on the floor, honestly. Like, no space, no, like, and people weren't really interacting with each other when you buy that fancy lightsaber. So, I guess that tells you those lightsabers uh, that were being sold at this, uh, like, BOY. Sa- boy saber um uh as i said saber forge um the saber order i should say uh they were um yeah they probably couldn't be struck so nobody's going around fighting each other like you occasionally got to see that back at the old cons and i'm not saying that i saw it a lot at c2e2 in the past uh post pandemic and it's not over people there's a new variant um so i'm probably Let's see, I got my last shot, I think, in April, so uh, coming up. So, um, yeah, so I was a, so, you know, it's still the fact I have four custom lightsabers. Three of them can take a shot, take a hit. The other one's from Disney World. Um, and it's like, yeah, my hands are full and an opponent's hands would be full. So, and no, I was not going to grab a double-hilted one. That would be too pricey. And I say that. Uh, the thing... Ah! Ava! Oh, she sat on my lap, and... Uh, the claw just just 
one of her claw, and it she didn't panic. So I guess she's trying to take control after this. But right at the tip. We'll just leave it at that. Ah. Oh, sorry about that. Um, so maybe I'm going too long, too, and she's just trying to help, it, help you, the listener, out. <laughs> so... Um, I talk about not spending, you know, $300 on a lightsaber again. That was Disney world. And that was the worth the worth the fight to get. Um, I went and finally took the plunge cause they have these at every con. I think the person was at C2E2, which is a little more professional. I mean, not, you know, a little more, uh, Hey, watch yourself. you might be doing something illegal. <laughs> um, it was a uh, console. Basically, I think the rules are if you can get the the files are not protected under copyright or something. So that's why people can play emulators online all the time. And I just want something. I'm not a computer guy. Uh, I mean, I just uh, turned out. So I um, purchased the loaded uh, box from skg retro gaming for uh, 350 dollars. so again don't tell mom about the podcast <laughs> um so they're skretrogaming.com this uh one has all the games from basically everything up to up to and uh including some of the n64 so but the more important thing is arcade games so you know, hit select, you get a quarter, and boom, I'm playing Alien vs. Predator, the Capcom 1993-94 game I loved back at the Morton Bowl, which had an arcade, pool hall, yeah, all the stuff that we just don't get. Kids don't, ugh. It's a social element there, I think, too, and trying to, you know, smoke and all that. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we did in the 90s that, uh, which, um, you know, I say that, and there's a. I just got a story. So, um, I've taken some candid photos of um, some cosplay, basically like, oh, Ash uh, eating a hot guy, yeah, Ash eating a hot dog. He's not gonna know about it, and I might share it online. I don't, you know, maybe I should ask. You know, it's like, well, if I'm gonna share it online, I gotta go and ask everything. And it's like, eh, you know, I don't know how it really works. Uh, cool. I should have really asked the guy about the mini, the, for a day three's photo for the podcast, the guy dressed as little Mac. I just figured the connection of, Hey, we both captain in and you both fought King hippo. So, uh, but no, I hear some woman, like some guy takes a picture. You should really ask before you do that. And it's like, dude, it's the environment. So I don't know. It goes into that consent idea, I suppose. Uh, is what I'm thinking about at this moment. And sorry, the almonds from the trip were sitting up against the microphone. And, like, it's just like, oh, so you can pose and get the picture? Or are you just, you know, that? So, basically, I guess, it's, yeah, I honestly know, honestly, you want to be in control of the situation, um, but you're out in public, so, you know, as long as they're not taking it in an upskirt, I, like, you know, hey, it's a cool costume, we want to get it, we don't want to bug you, like, and there's no place to be social at this con, so, yeah, 
So, yep, so I took the plunge, bought um, a gaming system for all the games. Like, it has the entire Atari collection, they say. So, if I can play Empire Strikes Back, yeah, I think it's a... Yeah, I my big concern is what do I do with all the classic systems I bought having worked at a electronics retailer and, you know, gotten the... You know, did a lot of work to get, I suppose. Um, so, yeah, that was um, that. As for the lightsaber, when we get home, you know, we're just talking to mom and dad about stuff. And then my little sister calls. They had finally gotten back from the um, birthday party. So Addie had uh, had tributes paid to her. Um, and I guess my little niece, uh, Charlotte, was the only one she really seemed to like. So cool trip for them but you know they hang up and it's like oh geez that was my excuse to buy a lightsaber for my nephew oh darn it and uh yeah i mean so but he's kind of i'd say he's a little more grogu than he is uh luke skywalker in terms of getting down and dirty uh so there we go uh you i'm still like we did see a lot of trailers for ahsoka and again with the trailers so every freaking studio who is screwing out all the actors and writers had a video except for i'd say um a commercial show except for paramount from what i can gather unless they're putting the money behind and i'll do their work on it right now bear with me don't type on your keyboard keep talking all right come on no dead air no dead air no dead air no whammy stop no not quite yet um let's see what we'll the i don't know the name of the late green and white power ranger uh so and he's not even top build so he was i don't know i'd say he was kind of a douche but it was uh yeah he was feuding with CM Punk, so I can't say he's not. I can't say that he is any longer. He's no longer with us. Uh, Jason David Frank. Uh, he was again the uh, White Power Ranger and the Green Power, the Green Power Ranger Tommy, who eventually became the White Power Ranger. And I thought that the movie he was doing, uh, they were showing trailers for, was uh, a play on that. Like the the movie, his posthumous movie that's coming out next year with um oh shoot why am i oh screwing up it being uh forgetful of mark dacascos is in it so might be i might end up watching it oh he was he did a voice on we bear bears but yeah so the legend the legend of the white dragon it's like well he was the well, maybe it is a joke about his Power Rangers stuff because it does look like a personal project, so maybe I shouldn't be complaining about it. Um, but he was the White Tiger, but also the Green Dragon. So, Legend of the White. <laughs> the Legend. There's a Chinese movie called The Legend of the White Snake. Um. And it's just, I'm sorry, Legend of the White Dragon, American film. It it looks like 
it was made on probably oh a budget of only f- half a million so falling wart forward film films is distri- so it's gonna be a small distribution it's not a studio project so cool uh but otherwise uh warner brothers was represented with uh rick and morty the anime um disney had the ahsoka trailer and let's see nbc universal had migration what looks like a fun cg movie from illumination and um netflix had uh castlevania so as again i guess i didn't see i can't think of anything from prime um but they're amazon who give you know <laughs> yeah as i talk about oh, could go shopping and it's like don't do that um they well last year they had stuff maybe they were trying to save face so uh, i digress but again it's like why you even show like they really shouldn't even show fan expo shouldn't have i know it's money and they're not getting a lot of it honestly because it goes down to fan expo 2024 is going to be three days not four days so honestly if you're not going to have panels and you're not going to have a nightlife that can stretch for four days I am not upset. Um, but I'm sure there will be people like this is the this is the long one. This is the one that you can take time off for. You know, you get a decent amount of time off for <laughs> uh, if they give it to you. Unfortunately, well, my older sister doesn't want to talk about her work situation and we'll leave it at that. So, yeah, so I end up buying a video game system more the only just real disappointing thing was i missed out on buying a custom for 3d printed r2d2 painted as aladdin sane i was last behind that fortunately i did find their business card and i will pull that out obviously so uh if we're going to be kind to skg retro gaming and the what was it um the geeky galleria i should mention and it's a real, honestly, a little cheap on their uh, business card. Go to imprint. Uh, not for imprint. Uh, I should say uh, Vistaprint. Because um, it's real tiny. Like, I mean, I did print my mom's business cards back when she was following the Moody Blues. But uh, So it is Hawks Designer Droids. Uh, designerdroids.etsy.com. Uh, and they had these cute, like, I really wish, you know, I, I think my little brother might appreciate it, but it's not something my niece would appreciate. Uh, little Addie would be a great looking, um, Lola from Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, little Leia's droid. Uh, that would have been fun to get her. So, but the uh, last panel was, um, Barry Bostwick and Susan Sarandon, uh, busting her con cherry that's her words not mine and she's the only one who really dropped the f-bomb during the panel so more power to her um and you know i feel bad for barry boswick just because he you know he couldn't uh i think he knew everybody wanted to hear from susan so the uh nice scottish um moderator um you know, was able to met met the questions to be answered by both, but you know, Susan's 
gotten has a bigger profile. But it's great to know that Barry Bostwick just loves doing these cons and loves the fan art and helping people. Uh, you know, just making people's day. Uh, and talks about being careful because there was a uh, one story he had is probably his biggest memory was oh you know early cons for him and uh there was a girl a nine-year-old dressed as uh columbia from the rocky horror picture show and the uh oh she can do the time warp was the mom's thing and do you want to do time warp with him with her i should say uh in that case and they went and started doing it and then it's like you know of course it's a it's a jump to the left and a step in the, to the right. Uh, put your hands on your hips, bring your knees in tight, and do a pelvis for a... For, yeah, that's where basically, like, yeah, uh, stay on the other side of the table was the story. Um, but Susan Sarandon was very... Uh, I mean, she's very honest and sincere about her career and her politics, and I, I'm glad to... I really, I kind of liked her taking a stance politically, which, you know, she says, I'm not a Republican, I'm not a Democrat. Eh, you know, I'm not... Look, until we annihilate the Republican Party and not make their conservative views uh, a reasonable a um, option, you're a Democrat. You know, just just accept that's the side you gotta be on. Like, the French wanted to screw the English. They didn't care about our independence. So, Yeah. Um, so that was a very informative and, as I say, just a very sincere um, pot, uh, panel. And then, you know, day ends. Um, and I'm uber exhausted. I think I, you know, we we're usually pick up Raising Canes and Joliet as we go back down 55 to Morton. And I think I misread a sign. Like, it looked like the Canes logo, but I thought it said Cafe. And then, you know, we get off the next exit with food, and there's a McDonald's. Cool, because I can't really eat Taco Bell while driving. And, uh, you know, then Burger King, that's, you know, very hit and miss. So, you know, I end up driving two miles off the interstate, and then I don't know if I made a wrong turn out of the place, out of the McDonald's, because it's like there's only two ways I could really go, right? It probably had a third... So I probably came in one and one ex and the exit was on a side street. So, you know, five, you know, another good 15 minutes of trying to get back to I-55 from after heading, you know, another two, three miles away from it and really get a taste of like what, uh, you know, like uh, how awful Illinois can be south of I-80, you know, just your... Jesus is our, you know, big signs for Jesus is our God, Amer- U.S. America is our country, and uh, a lot of blue lives matter flags. That's like, jeez, and just small towns speckled like too far away from Joliet to be. It's like, ah, uh, that it's just, yeah, that's 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 Champaign County, like dare I say. So, I just, you know, come on. Come on, Chicagoland. I know Illinois' population is decreasing, but, you know, Chicago's a great place to be, in my opinion. Move there, everybody, and let it 
absorb downstate and get people straight, I suppose. Uh, that is how you should have wrote and, you know, Peter Jackson should have taken uh, Immortal Engines to the big screen. Make it about liberal cities or conservative cities because you need villains just absorbing liberal towns or what have you. But I digress. So, yeah. Um, so a lot of frustrations and maybe I'm just overly cynical, uh, of course, maybe, you know, overly critical, maybe overly, I, it could be me, not the expo, but as I say, um, Epic photo ops is a crap business. My concern, um, it, cause you know, by the end of it, like we're paying cash for autographs cause you know what? You don't make it easy to get them online. And it's just, um, I, again, I don't recall ever having the deal with them back at fan at wizard world. It's like, okay, go to the autograph booth, get my autograph. I mean, maybe they didn't have online, but online does take away the intimacy because it allows people to go and like, I'm going to buy four pre-order four autographs from Giancarlo Esposito. So I've probably mispronounced his first name two or three times. And I'm sorry for that Moff Gideon. Um, So, and then again, like it, Maybe they're pricing people. I, I finally figured out how I can go and try to get 90 for Chill the Podcast at Fan Expo. I should say 90 for Chill the Podcast with Cat Bus Russ at Fan Expo. But um, maybe they're pricing people out. Maybe it wasn't free like uh, C2E2 if they approve your panel. Did I ever get approved? No. Maybe if I buy a table. I spent $350 to play old video games, so... There you go. But maybe a Patreon? Well, once we get closer to that, we'll work on that, I suppose. But thanks again for listening to 90 for Chill the Podcast. If you didn't catch the bonus episodes, they will be after uh, we are led out by uh, David Tennant as uh, Crowley from Good Omens. Which my older sister did say, come on, Russ, give it a chance, just because now it's Neil Gaiman's vision, not just Terry Pratchett. He, not, he doesn't have to share with Terry Pratchett. It's like, eh, I don't know. Um, it just seemed unnecessary. So, And she bitches about superhero movies. <laughs> so, um, of course, and it's probably going to be mentioned over and over again with these bonus episodes, uh, rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars, preferably. Be as honest as you want in the text. I just need help with the algorithm. And that's what, as Danny Trejo said, it's just helping people out and it's going to work out for you. So I get, I look at it. I got to do that more. I got to find ways to do that more. So if anything, Danny Trejo, legend, why the hell didn't I get an autograph from him? Or meet and greet. That is a guy you want to pick the brain of. So, or Felicia Day, I heard my older sister had a great experience with her. Uh, my older sister's boyfriend was a big Felicia Day fan just because of her reoccurring role in Supernatural. So they got the meet and greet, and my older sister said she talked about movies you'd like to see on MST3K because Felicia Day is King of Forrester, 
and did an excellent autograph of my big sis, which was really cool. So maybe it was just an autograph, but I don't know. Um, and you know, they talked about, uh, what movies do you want to do? And it's like, well, there's this one Charlie Sheen movie, the Wraith, my older sister, uh, was able to um, nail down. And that's a movie I probably will let the cover for the podcast at some point. I've bought it twice, so I think it deserves to be chatted about. And if you want to be that person to chat about The Wraith from 1986, primo, primo, um, Clint Howard uh, performance, Randy Quaid. Oh, jeez, there's something I could have gotten to a panel for. Well, uh, who owns it? If it's owned by... Anybody who's a big streamer, you know, all I could say is, well, we can't talk about it, and you, and the, uh, you know, they should spin on it. The middle digit, I'm suggesting. Okay, but if you want to talk about The Wraith or any other movie, uh, feel free to contact me at... Uh, you can follow. You can do that by sending an email to rustabus07 at gmail.com. That's R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-0-7 at gmail.com. Offer me that movie, a, a theme, a director, an actor. I'd like to focus solely on sub... I'd like to focus on movies between 60... Sorry, between 70 and 100 minutes. If you want to go over 100 minutes, I will figure a way to make that work. It might be a marathon, so... Uh, a little more homework, but if you feel real passionate about something, I w- would really love to talk about it. Because, you know, in the end, the podcast is, well, the podcast is for me because it gives me something to do, makes me con- productive. Um, but, you know, I do it because I want to talk to you people. So, um, yeah, I could, I, I as I say, I pro- at best I've got score of listeners i'm hoping scores um i know i've met at least yeah scores of friends from this podcast now that's that's a i've had i've met at least a dozen cool people on this show and i'd love to meet more so and if it's talking about movies i'm there for it so yeah Send an email to rustabus07 at gmail.com, R-U-S-S-T-H-E-B-U-S-07 at gmail.com. Or you can follow me on Twitter, give me a direct message, or reply to some of my tweets about, hey, get on the show, um, at CatBusRuss. And I'm having a lot of success now. I think Mastodon is the thing because we don't want Mark Zuckerberg. Now, I've heard of other platforms, but again, it's billionaire stuff, so... Mastodon's a place to be. My uh, account is at Russ Stevens at Mastodon dot social. So, uh, as always, I'd like to thank uh, Stacia Harden for uh, pushing me through uh, that last drive home. Um, you know, keeping me safe. More importantly, um, just looking after me. And I hope she's enjoying the company of Skimble, the one-eared angel. So, uh, but that is 90 for chill, the podcast that is fan expo 2023. Uh, I know I've got some cons. I think the next one coming up is, well, I know I've mentioned it before on the show and I can't find it. Uh, It's in Bloomington. I know they're going to have the voice of Rocco and, uh, 
a uh, you know guy who's with the state essentially <laughs> if you remember that show or um ah shoot done a lot of stuff with um tom lennon so and carrie silver and a little michael ian black so should be fun uh, i know it's in october and uh i'm just going to have to now a little research listen to the quadcon episode from a couple weeks back and you'll get that information so thanks again for listening to 90 for chill the podcast and have yourselves a great week can i hear a wahoo The following podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Any unauthorized distribution or duplication may be punishable by prosecution, civil liability, or the wrath of the tall man. Boy. And that's the... I'm going to blame the half a fifth of Grant Eddie's vodka on that poor Angus Scrim impersonation. This is 90 for Chill podcast, a little bit of a bonus episode talking about the first day of fan expo chicago 2023 which you know is pretty i would say uneventful i I don't mean that in any nasty way it's just that you know all the celebrities except for the voice actors are going to show up come friday saturday and sunday so um but the floor was fun um found interesting books like um a parody series of if you give a mouse a cookie like if you give a lab a lab if you give a dog a doobie and i bought a couple copies of if you give a cat a cocktail so yeah i think that makes the day a winner um Otherwise, on my autograph quest, which I didn't think was going to be so intensive until I get the final email listing the guest, and it's like, all right, well, I got a Funko for Tara Strong, I got a Funko for Christopher Lloyd, I got a Funko for Keith Sutherland, I've got a Funko for Giancarlo Esposito, so, oh gosh, that's going to be a lot of money spent. So, when it comes to Christopher Lloyd... He's charging $120 for an autograph, and then he's going to up it at least $20 if you bring an item for him to autograph. That's considered a premium autograph. Uh, So, yeah, no. So, sorry, Christopher Lloyd. I hope you'll be around for another 90 years, but I will take the um, hit on that. And to my own fandom discredit, I did put that in one of my large moving boxes, which I primarily used so my cat Ava could hop up onto beds and other furniture I'm comfortable with what they're doing. So, yeah, there's going to be some little shit if I ever try to resell that that says, well, it's not mint condition. And it's like, Dr. Emmett Brown has not been out of the case, so how is it not mint? I do not like the fact that people that we are encouraging people to sign the boxes. Now, if you're going to do a bunch of fan art, which I've seen a lot of people resell Funko Pops with, that's kind of cool. Um, I did get one autographed today. That was for Tara Strong. And 
yeah, the hidden fees kind of snuck up on me. Like, it was $60 for the autograph, but I brought my own Funko Pop of the Toys R Us exclusive Raven from Teen Titans Go. So they put $20 on that. No big deal. And then they asked me if I wanted to get a quote from uh, Tara. And it's like, yeah, that sounds cool. And yeah, that was an extra $20. And I don't really regret that. It was an awkward situation. Like, what quote do you want me to put on it? And it's like, well, you have so many. <laughs> um, and again, you get a lot of people who get autographs and just talk the celebrity's ear off. And that kind of frustrates me. And believe me, when people are waiting at 5.30 like I was, and then she has to go off and... We can't get the autographs done in time for her to go off to her 6.30 photo op. I mean, I don't know. I don't... I don't really dig these photo op situations. Like, dude, just take a freaking selfie in the in, in the line, I guess. My opinion. Um, the Poetic Critic is here. You've done photo ops. You've hugged the shit out of Jeff Goldblum. Is, are they really worth that extra private space? There is something really nice about photo ops. They are relatively rushed at these kind of conventions, it's true. But they do, but I found that celebrities do try to make the most of the moment for you, in my experience, anyway. Well, he's, he's Jeff frickin' Goldblum. He's a, he's like the coolest guy. Like, I'm trying to explain it like trying to come up with a crappy gold bloom line <laughs> so I don't know uh, if you didn't pick up on the poetic critics since I'm recording this on my phone she says yeah they are worthwhile despite they could they feel kind of rushed but the celebrities do make the time for you so great she's going to make me spend another $40 like I'm going to need that entire Kiefer Sutherland experience Fortunately, I don't own a Jason Patrick, uh, the Michael pop from The Lost Boy, so I don't have to worry about that one. But, um, yeah, otherwise, like, I did end up buying some comics from a guy who was like, oh, all the proceeds go to animal rights, um, animal humane societies. And, um, I'll have to go and grab that bag. Do, 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 do. And finally, let's see. So the the comic books are the Here Comes Calico. (laughs) And he's showed me plenty of quotations from online critics saying that the Punisher has nothing on this guy who punishes those who hurt animals. So it's from uh, Sigma Comics. And... Like, he was boasting about the regular price being two ninety nine, and it's like, eh. I think a regular comic, if it's just regular paper, is $4.99, $5.99 at worst. I'm a sucker for buying the DC uh, black labels, which is going to add another $2 on. But, so, I really... I got two issues for 5 bucks, and all the money goes to the Humane Society, so that's eh, kind of cool. And, of course, it, that's the biggest problem. You don't want to get caught by these... you you got to kind of keep moving through Artist Alley so you don't get caught up by these people trying to pitch their comic books. 
Uh, I mean, some of them are probably pretty awesome, but I only have so much money, and I'm fighting the temptation of buying the um, $350 HDMI emulator, which has all of the consoles up to before we had true CD games in the PlayStation. So this gives me arcade games like Capcom's Alien vs. Predator, which was pretty cool when the guy put the demo on. So uh, There are a couple of cool lightsaber dealers, but there's no Ultra Sabers. So that's the problem. If there was Ultra Sabers around, I'd say, no, I'm not going to buy myself another three-figure lightsaber. But these have USB charging. I think that's a little better than... But it has a new hat. So... Um, so, yeah, a lot of it is really on Thursday just being on the floor. Um, Rocky Horror Bingo Show was kind of blah, I think. It was just very fast bingo games. And then we're going to watch the movie and not do any more bingo. Uh, so, kind of like... But I did check out this version of Nerdlesque. It's a... Um, troop out of Minneapolis. Um, I believe they're the Nerdum Universe. And it's a pretty solid show. Um, great interaction and inner um, mingling of genders in it. Um, some fun, there was a great Firefly tribute with uh, Little Nas X's and Old Time Road. It, so, a lot of fun. A lot of people, you know. Real art, of, I, real art of the tease kind of stuff, which I like. I don't like the fact that I was ID'd. Well, I should say I didn't like the fact that I had to show my ID when plenty of younger folks got through. But hey, at forty three, if you're asked for your ID, as uh, Sam Elliott would say on uh, Robot Chicken about White Rhine, well, I don't want to put the explicit sign on it, so we won't say what. Sam Elliott. But there's really no better cursing than the cursing of Sam, Sam Elliott. I will say that. Um, so, anything you caught that was interesting? TPC? I don't know what you mean. Well, I mean, any interesting cosplay besides, well, you did tell me that somebody did. 1920s Christine from the wrote, Phantom of the Opera yes yes with and she had a Lon Chaney toy with her yeah she had a little, one of those little action figures so yeah that's that's the kind of stuff that frustrates me because you know you should really save that for Friday or Saturday when everybody's around like I did not put on my Captain N or my makeshift um, back to the future today. It's, it's Thursday. You know, it's as important as an M. Bison Tuesday. So, but, um, so yeah, things should pick up tomorrow at, uh, Fan Expo. Um, I know you're actually going to have panels compared to, um, well, how was the Final Fantasy Rhythm game? I couldn't quite figure it out. Mm. No, it's not my 
Yeah. Nobody's fault. I don't just don't know Japanese. Right. Yes. They have a Japanese arcade room with genuine Japanese arcade machines. So I had played a couple rhythm games. Um, one which was like move your hands and it's kind of like, well, this isn't quite DJ stuff, but I don't know. You really want to keep up with that K-pop stuff. And it's probably not K-pop. Sorry to offend my Korean audience. Um, the Dance Dance Revolution yeah give me some time I think I can master that so um, otherwise yeah it wasn't really that exciting like you had the one drum game which if you watch a lot of uh, old pride fighting championship and you see the intros for their shows with the people banging the drums and such that's pretty cool but um, yeah um so yeah, I mean, I'm just kind of disappointed in the vendors. Like, uh, as I say, we got two lightsabers, but we don't have ultra sabers, the pinnacle of sabers. And um, and this is like I remember, it was, I think it was Fan Expo a couple of years ago where we had the um, people selling cool Apple Watch bands and. Nobody's around selling me cool Apple Watch bands. Make my Apple Watch look like a Game Boy. I don't want to be one of those hipster Gen Zs, millennials who just like, well, no, just buy a watch that looks like a Game Boy. No, I'm technologically advanced. So, so those are the drunken ramblings of a podcaster at a Comic Con in Chicago. Um, I think they're running a pretty cool cool show and it's easy to sneak booze into so I don't really know what else you can ask for so um, thank you for the uh, little interjections from the poetic critic the numbers look good when you're on Rory what can I say um, so we'll be back uh, tomorrow I don't know if I'm going to go to the trouble of releasing this as a bonus episode sorry to offend or uh, back off on some of my promises but I mean who knows with uh, weird feed rules it's probably best that I don't just go and throw this right out there in other words I'm tired in a Madeline Kahn Blazing Saddles sense I guess I would say that works when you consider the money I threw out today with extra charges. It's kind of like the I'm so tired song. And we'll leave the implications at that. So uh, thanks for listening to the 90 for Chill, the podcast. Follow on your favorite podcast apps. Five star reviews, preferably. I will reciprocate. Be as honest as you'd like in the reviews. Follow me at Twitter, CatBusRuss. And Mastodon at Russ Stevens at Mastodon.social. And no, I don't have any plans on getting threads. Thanks, Stacia Harden, for looking after my butt. And I hope she's squeezing the ever-loving or undead poop out of Skimble Shanks, the one-eared angel.
The following podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Any unauthorized distribution or duplication may result in criminal prosecution, civil liability, and the wrath of the tall man. And at this point, let's say this podcast, the following podcast is scheduled for one fall with a 19-minute time limit. So, yeah. Uh, fan. This is 90 for Children podcast with Cat Bus Russ and Fan Expo's uh, closing a little early for Friday. I think like they had a lot of fun events yesterday, as discussed previously. Uh, the Nerd Last Show from Nerdum Universe, um, and uh, well, really, I mean that's at least it gave us something to do after eight a eight p.m. I couldn't see anything scheduled uh, today. Uh, perhaps there's some drinking and drawing still available down there. Maybe even some uh, free bingo. Um, but yeah, I'm back up in the room. And, you know, I complain about no after hours, but it was a far more eventful day. You actually had the celebrities. So you had the panels. And um, yeah, I checked out uh, three of those. Uh, first being Tara Strong. Uh, she's a really sweet person. And um, this is where we were noted, you know, don't record anything. Uh, especially with the, uh, since we're under the SAG and uh, WGA strikes. Thus, um, you know, if we record anything, it's going to end up possibly being, you know, spun if it gets online, what have you. So I was taking some photos and, you know, just to show I was there in all honesty. It's not about memories. Despite, you know, as I wait for AEW Rampage, it's a good place to say that I've got, you know, a score of concussions. So, yeah, maybe I do need these things. Think about that, Fan Expo. Think about that, SAG. Oh, I really shouldn't say SAG because I'm obviously in support of the strike. Um, But... I digress. Um, so yeah, it was just a Tara Strong really just you know made people's day. I think is and when that's your eleven a.m. panel, that's really a nice way to start. Or perhaps it should have been a good way to end. I guess you know scheduling wise. I don't know. Um, so I then went and. Uh, you know, went on the floor, didn't buy too much stuff today, uh, just some essentials. Um, I can definitely, you know, pull them out of my uh, bag. So, got some um, patches from, not patches. Okay, oh, now it's in my, uh... so I did whip out the Captain N cosplay, and it was recognized once, which, you know, is a W. It means it's not totally lost. Um, so that, with that, um, I had a hole in a spot on my jacket where a badge had fallen off, and then, um, essentially I just went and, uh, found new pins for that spot, you know, to cover it up, and I'm just very happy I haven't lost any of my pins, so, uh, those pins were purchased at, uh, Logan Arch, uh, they're a Chicago uh, company, um, and uh, you can follow them on t- Instagram. And, you know, Tumblr's nice, but, well, that's not Tumblr. I don't know. I can't even tell. That's probably Pinterest, but 
uh, Logan Art Chicago and LoganArtChicago.com. And, uh, yeah, I thought they were, um, so it's just simple stuff. Uh, Bulbasaur, of course, and a Nintendo 64 controller, which I really need to go and get that Nintendo 64 out of the, so I can play, um, some games just to get a feel on it. And I gotta further research the loaded, um, arcade box, um, a, uh, third party, you know, SK, SKG retro gaming, so... I hope I'm not ratting this skeptical geek out, um, but yeah, I'm looking to get their loaded package, so, uh, which is going to have pretty much all the arcade games I could ever, I grew up with, and it's the Game Boy Library 2 on the Atari 20, oh, jeez, yeah, well, I mean, if I have the money, I probably will leave with one of those, (laughs) can't help myself. Um, so yeah, looking for the business card for the, um, some, a nice, uh, Daft Punk themed, uh, Tron sticker, um, uh, I got, but also, well, let's see, a, um, trying to find her card, well, I guess I don't have it, but, you know, I just can't wait to bring this lanyard home, hook up my keys to my primary job that I open with and you know everybody's asking hey can you let me into to uh the bat to the administration office and hey you know what you grab this now you get this ask me about ask me my pronouns so yeah I'm trying to get under people's uh skin a little bit but it's a pretty good you know most of my fellow employees are pretty good people so um, I think we're losing the anti-vaxxer. I mean, there's plenty of anti-vaxxers, but the, uh, predominant one. Um, so, yeah, I don't want to say it's getting better because they are a hell of a worker. Just, I don't know, my experience there at work is just basically, hey, I can't just be the only one handling this portion of it. You know, don't just like, oh, well, it's more fun if I go over to this department. Oh, yeah, but you have responsibilities. Ah, so nobody respects customer service. So, yeah, so that's about all I got on the floor. Uh, I ended up trying to find a nice tumbler so that I can go and partake in some uh, Moscow mules. I never do it properly. I need that metal cup, and uh, which is sad because I have that at home, and, you know, I just like to use my... Star Wars, uh, Galaxy's Edge, uh, Yub Nub Cup, and uh, we'll go from there, I suppose. Um, but there, like, I've been carrying a water bottle I keep refilling with the free water and spraying down some uh, caffeinated Mio into it to keep me going. And, you know, it's fair. I didn't buy anything from her, so from that vendor, so by Mio disappearing, well, I guess that's just karma. So, sorry to have wasted her time still. But, hey, she was doing her best. I'm going to give her that. So, talking about drinking, though, I have in my hand right now the Old Smoky Moonshine. um, I guess you'd call it a creamsicle. Um, So, cream, orange cream and uh, moonshine. See how this goes down. 
that's actually rather nice. The orange comes in with an aftertaste. So, perks of my other job, I suppose. Oh, right. So, panel-wise, then, was uh, Christopher Lloyd, who's was fun. Um, but it was very much controlled. Like, he... He's 90 years old, um, so I get it why we didn't really line people up for questions uh, just to look after him. I don't want to think of him like that, though. This guy moves great for 90, so it's like, ah, I just don't want to think of him as an old man. I mean, I've thought of him as an old man since the 80s, you know? I want to think of him as some kind of immortal, dare I say. So... We go from that panel. I checked out the um, a wrestling podcast recording, and I, you know, finally fooling around with this um, apps and the website and everything for Fan Expo. I've got an idea of how to get my podcast ninety for Chill the podcast, which of course you're listening to on um, public. You know, get a table, get a get some time, do a live show. So, hey, you know, as I say took two fan fests to figure that out but hey we got it straight um the wrestling podcast was wrestling memories i believe with mark and sal um yeah i don't have my you know uh obviously my phone's at 10 percent right now i don't really want to screw around with the apps and such just play in this and who knows maybe there will be one fall before this recording ends but they were uh it was a they they I don't know, I mean, about that. I mean, they really wanted a lot of fan interaction, and it's like, well, one, you know, they they kind of focused on their own experiences with becoming wrestling fans, and that was enough that I don't think they would have had the time to really dive into our opinion. So, sadly, no chance to promote Tigger Mask 4 from AAW in Chicago or... I think Cage Match does document El Football Loco, the limey luchador <laughs> that I portrayed. So, uh, but, you know, it's good to see the, the their passionate fandom. Um, I don't know if I'm about all of their, you know, how they want to see the business turn. Like, yes, I'm happy that the wrestlers aren't addicts like they were. Um when I grew up, and uh, even all the way, you know, halfway through pretty much the entire, not until I left the scene, it was pretty much like that, I'd say. So, uh, but it's changed a lot, and I think it's gonna, these wrestlers are now considering themselves athletes first, and that's, I'm a fighter, brawler, wrestler, but that's me. So, so they, they were, you know, I'm, gonna do a little more research and maybe give them a listen i need podcasts with uh, marty and sarah being off and i did find there's a lincoln lodge podcast network uh lincoln lodge was the host of the first um colt cabana learns improv which um i went to to i mean the 2020 c2e2 so uh you know so yeah i should probably stop by that booth tomorrow and try to sell myself so we'll see about that. Um, then it was the Peter Weller uh, panel, which was a lot of fun because Peter Weller went and did a Michael Rooker. He just took the mic and he was running the show. Now, he was very much about, no, you can't take pictures. Uh, definitely no recording, but no pictures. Uh, he was getting people's cameras, you know, 
pulled. So I kind of, it's one of those hypocrisies. Like we have paid, you know, for these memories and we should get to remember them however we like. Screw what your union says. Um, because it's like, one, it makes you guys look like, well, we're, you know, we can't because we're, our hands are cuffed. But this is a personal experience. No, definitely not talk about his shows that are currently on the air. Because, yeah, that's definitely a violation. And again, I get the recording, no recordings, and because of the way things can be spun. But, you know, to just say, don't take my picture, you know, just playing your trumpet, which is fun. He, like, I guess it was just a fun educational podcast. Well, not an educational podcast. A fun, information-filled panel. Uh, I didn't realize uh, Peter Weller had a doctorate, and he was very intellectual about every answer he gave, be it Buckaroo Banzai's depth or um, uh, working with Paul Verhoeven. It then all turns into a large philosophical uh, story. But we also heard stories about him and uh, Christopher Walken and Christopher Lloyd, um, which were a lot of fun. And um, it's fun to find that uh, Walken and Lloyd, two of probably considered the weirdest people in Hollywood, are think each other's weird. Or at least Walken thinks uh, Lloyd's weird. And it's cool, though, that Weller's got a great voice, great um, ability for impersonations. I mean, this is a guy who should be doing the panels. I mean... Granted, he's directing, he's got a lot on his plate, but like Rooker, it's like, no, you are a show. Um, if anything, start doing a one-man show tour. There, we definitely won't pull our phones out. So, yeah, that's, um, so that was Peter Weller. And then I checked out a, a panel about a new book uh, written called The Invisible Men, which is about um, basically... Why was there only one black artist in terms of uh, comic books um, in the in the golden age between the 30s and the 50s? And we get to find out. It basically, it's a story about giving history finally for um, black and minority writers. Uh, well, not writers, artists in this case, um, which is really, you know just a great cause um it was interesting because the book's written by a white man um and the panel was otherwise black people and um but he um it's almost like i kind of feel bad for the others on the panel because well he's got he's telling the story and just in the sense that well there's not really too much to add that's how thorough his book seemingly is so, um, again, I'll have to, uh, well, let me try it while we're here. Hopefully it's going to keep recording. Um, let me see. Um, so the invisible, so it's invisible. Hi- okay. No, the book is, so the panel is invisible histories and the black imagination comic books. And it was a book written by, um, so the author was Ken Quattro. So, Invisible Men, Trailblazing Black Artists of Comic Books. Um, and they had the Dr. Stanford Carpenter who, um, wrote the forward to it. So, um, 
I mean, it was just a very educational, and you get to really even re-examine uh, some of the um, uh, uh, pioneers of comics, basically. Uh, we investigate, you know, how the Superman was written by Jews through the, you know, as they were trying to create a white character, and um, Will Eisner, the Rite of the Spirit and his uh, complicated history of race as um, yes he gave us a positive wrote a positive black character in Ebony White but drew a racial caricature so very educational in this you know so if you're looking for something yeah I haven't read the book obviously but this is a great place to start this is something that would probably be banned in Florida, so definitely take the time to read it if you get a chance. I guess I'm going to have to buy a copy, so... Oh, man, am I going to walk away with a um, Saber Order lightsaber or that um, loaded video game emulator? I don't know. Um, so I still... I did miss Giancar- Giancarlo's Esposito's um, panel. I've seen him do a panel before so I didn't really feel bad and that was for the Weller panel so why Weller's not in the main stage well again fan expo do a better job uh, I mean this guy could have probably been our after hours entertainment with his trumpet and what have you the guy I mean that that was his panel he was doing jazz so um, so yeah I had a lot of fun and now it's just sitting in my hotel room uh, dealing with the poetic critics scheduling uh room service uh, not room service room maintenance housekeeping um uh, probably before i want to really get out of the apart get out of here and yeah other things like okay what are we doing about towels he has a solution and uh you know what we'll leave my approval or disapproval of that for another time i suppose so yeah that was a uh, fan expo day two um Here's something. I really wish we had some more creative panels instead of like, well, intro to this, intro to that. Like, yeah, intro to Star Wars. Done that. Ghostbusters. Yeah, I know that. I don't need that intro. I mean, I guess it's good if you're bringing your kids. It's a Friday. This should be Saturday stuff, I suppose. Um, so that's... um. But yeah, I really wish I could have gone and done more panel work instead of walking aimlessly through the uh, show floor and, you know, biting my, you know, keeping keeping myself away from buying extra things. So, yeah, uh, that's, um, that, it, yeah, uh, well, let's just say that is uh, Fan Expo uh, today. Uh, tomorrow is going to be the busy day, so... It's almost like, well, Russ, you're going to have to put the jacket on again. Because, I mean, I liked my makeshift um, cosplay for uh, Back to the Future, but um, I don't think it's really going to matter. That panel's got canceled. I know Chevy Chase is canceled. So a lot of the um, stuff for the... um, A lot of the stuff, you know, if... Basically, if I wasn't the one who took the Poetic Critic to uh, the show, it would have been my dad. And basically, most of the stuff that he'd like has probably been canceled by this point. So, um, 
so yeah, an iffy Friday. Uh, there's going to be, I don't know if I'm going to do a K-pop dance party uh, tomorrow. Uh, that's the after hours. But, you know, a little better planning. I'd probably be down at the uh, park they have in Rosemont um, eating some good food and perhaps getting that um, $15 serving of Glenmore. Um Glemorangi, I guess is how we pronounce it in the States, uh, 15 like I did uh, last year um, at the Four Roses. I mean, it's all Americana food, and I do not like sugar, so... Actually, the food at Sugar's not bad, uh, it's just I don't want a loud place where everybody's at. Um, yeah, so... Ah, shit, I should have looked at Zany's, but... Well, think about that tomorrow, I suppose, so... Uh, thanks for checking out this bonus episode of 90 for Chill, the podcast with Cat Bus Russ, and I will report again tomorrow. The following podcast is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Any unauthorized duplication, redistribution may result in criminal prosecution, civil liability, or the wrath of the tall man. <clears throat> Boy. It doesn't sound right about the laugh, so I just got to go and find a way to store that on the Spotify for podcasters apps, formerly known as Anchor. So, same thing with the Chris Hardwick promotion, but I digress. So, we have just uh, essentially concluded day three of Fan Expo 2023 in Rosemont, Illinois. I guess it's still going on. There's a K-pop dance party tonight at Joe's in the um, entertainment district of Rosemont. But I think I once saw a sign set there saying... um, no neck tattoos, so hey, that disqualifies me. But granted, that could have been four years ago or so, so who knows? Maybe they've caught up with the times. This is frickin' Chicagoland. But um, as a comedian once said that I saw at Zany's and really need to do more research. Um, funny, because when I went up to the free pub trivia what do you know trivia tournament of champions at joe's on wheat street um i was researching what could i do afterwards and was kind of just just to determine if i was going to drive up there myself or drive up with a teammate of team shrug emoji and when there's a funny story about um me getting confused in the text thread as they were talking about what they named themselves now that uh, Vicky and James, the team captain and her husband, have uh, finally delivered Lucian, uh, their son. Congratulations to them. Um, basically, they named their team just because you don't have a kid doesn't mean you can't be called daddy. And I sent, uh, when I got that, that was during the Nerd Less show. So I thought, I don't really need to think about that kind of daddy talk. And I was giving the what what am I on? So uh so um that night I was pretty you know, I was feeling it. Um and I was feeling it last night too, by the end. Um we might have a cheap way of doing an episode 
it was a good 40 minute conversation with the poetic critics so it's kind of like something like and we talk about a little bit of everything and it's not about fan expo so it's kind of like yeah maybe we'll just release that as a full episode or at some point yeah now that I'm thinking about it I'm just going to hold on to that until a certain movie makes it to digital but it might be a while for that movie it's a billion dollar movie so uh, and also try to talk and predict what billion dollar movie is next but as for Fan X of O Day 3 um, I think it was a I guess it was a more fulfilling at least the time I spent at the expo so it started off with the Henry Wrinkler panel and the guy is just an inspiration and credit to him he's not overly concerned about the uh, writer's and actor strikes rules, you know, don't betray the union type stuff, which Peter Weller was very much like, yeah, we're gonna, I'm gonna stick by that. And then later on, uh, the hardest working man in comics, uh, Victor Dandridge, who hosts a lot of panels at Fan Expo. I haven't seen him host a panel since, uh, until today, so... I, I, I'm going to take that title away from you, man. I think. I mean, I can't take it. I'm not that hardworking. But, yeah, no. Uh, give me a little... Um, I think we have an Irish moderator on some panels. But I digress. Henry Winkler just took the mic and just told us how to be better people. Um, not, not, not like Peter Weller, who gave us the same idea, but he was very much about, you know, this is... You know, just be, think positive and all that instead of break down all the Greek philosophy and appreciate your Russian storytelling methods, which you should. And the next panel was, oh, but I say the next panel and then it's like, they are clearing the freaking rooms now. Like, you can't just go and say, well, I got here at 1045. I'm going to stick around for all the panels and that's going to be a worthwhile day. I've done that before. Not all of them. Um, I can get a little angry at Allie from Allie's Accessory Shop on SC uh, about um, when, I think it was uh, the second fan expo we went to. So 2017, we sat through the Back to the Future panel, and then we sat through the X-Files panel for her. And then it was going to be Bruce Campbell. And maybe it wasn't going to be him immediately, but... It's Bruce frickin' Campbell. And I couldn't quite sell her on that. And I have online drama with the one half of the wrestling Powskis. Pro wrestling Powskis, I should say. Don't know why they changed the name. Is it because they didn't have any original compadres? Probably. I digress. But the episode I did listen to that podcast, because Narver did uh, suggest, because I got a little history with him just because, like, you know, like um, the Not A Strong start podcast with friend of the show um george uh at nicolopolis i think he pronounces nicolopolis and i'm sorry george i didn't remember your last name off the top of my head um they got scott and i were on the show to talk about dave made a maze a movie that was frequently promoted on the wrestling compadres podcast slam cast um at, which was free on hulu forever forever uh, I think it is on Shutter so I do need to give it a watch so 
again, getting off top. Well, not really getting off topic, but the fact of the matter is they said, yeah, no, I really went, meant to watch that, and sorry it's not on free on Hulu anymore. I do have Shudder. And he was like, oh, you really... And Narva responded to me with, oh, you really wanted to watch it, and you couldn't. And I explained how, yeah, you know, Allie didn't really dig... Um, when we were living together, she didn't really dig Army of Darkness, so I thought, eh, I don't know if we can go horror comedy. Which he responded to, you should get together with her just to break up with her again. So, um, but now I gotta go and stop, rewind everything. How did I get on a story about Dave made a maze from all of this? Um, talking about podcasts, I don't know. Uh, so, oh, it was the Bruce Campbell thing. So, yeah, they are shuffling us out of the main room. Like, the Fan Expo is, this used to be Wizard, Wizard World, which used to be the Chicago Comic Con. And with Epic, um, I'm going to have to get their name. The people who are doing all the autograph stuff handling, um... It's going to be up here soon. Okay. Epic Photo Ops. They got to get rid of these guys. I know, I'm sure it makes it easier, but, you know, if you don't get these online reservations, you're stuck paying cash. So, um, you know, it's opinions and stuff. I really think the actors should have their, the actors, the uh, people doing the autograph should have their own square readers. I mean, I've even gotten Allie and Allie's accessory shop on Etsy hooked on that. So, yeah, a little BS with that group and how they organize the photo ops. It's just a mess with them. And, you know, I'm used to just people walking up the booth. You get a selfie with the with the uh, guy. Not Nothing overly fancy. Um, but, yeah, not the case anymore. Um so, yeah, they kick us out of the room, so we have to get back in the queue to go in for the Sam and Ivan Raimi. Sam Raimi, of course, and Ivan Raimi, of course, the guys who brought us Evil Dead. And they were very much uh, no cameras, no photographs, and if you will warn you once, we'll throw a shoe at you the second time. And they had people going up and down the aisles in uh, from the staff looking for cameras being used and that's just bs again i've had a score of concussions you can say well you can remember these moments in your head okay again no and two no like yeah i have scores of concussions it's not great uh but you know people are gonna get old we are gonna lose these that's why people die in fire saving photo albums Jeesh. So, not happy about that. Did get a picture. Very well planned. Um, manipulated. It was a, it was a, a crapshoot. I had to go and, uh, you know, just like not even look at my viewfinder in any sense. But I got a picture of the two brothers. Um, and they had a great panel, though, just, talk, you know, talking shop as much as they could. Because it, this is the biggest problem with the... Um, uh, SAG-AFTRA, the biggest effect of the SAG-AFTRA and 
WGA strikes is that I don't think it has anything to do with the photos stuff. It's just that when you have directors like uh, actors slash directors like Peter Weller and you have uh, obviously Sam Raimi is a director. Yeah, you you are going to come across tough topics. I don't know, again, why this result uh, ends up saying no no photos. I get, I get it. You can't have people recording, but come on. So after the uh, Sam and Ivan Raimi, which again, excellent, just guys talking shop, good little anecdotes about how Big Brother Ivan made Sam a uh, director, horror directing legend by basically knocking on, you know, being a bad babysitter. Leave it at that. Um, So, I left, um, after that panel, I went and just trying my best to figure out how the heck I'm supposed to get a Kiefer Sutherland autograph, because again, epic photo ops in their reservation system well you can't reserve it now you can buy it at the table you know if there's if the queue isn't too long and most uh celebrities they will at least um stick around until the entire uh night uh, until everybody gets a signature which is great on their behalf um so i should have really been a little more you know i bought tickets for kevin smith and Jason Mew's podcast. And that's another thing. Enough of this. Oh, this is a special event type thing. Like, no. I mean, that's like saying the people on the creator stage doing podcasts should be charging. Like, oh, they don't have the name and clout? It's not the point. Like, maybe the burlesque show, but, you know, that's something where I had to get ID'd and I mean, I know I saw a lot of younger people than me not get ID'd, so I'm really not complaining, you know, especially since I just had a haircut, meaning I'm all gray hair and skin on the sides. I guess uh, super, no, it was uh, Great Clips cut me thin, thin enough that it just looked like I had a, just a re- really nice buzz cut. Um, so yeah, I eyed, looked at the schedule, eyed the line at Kiefer Sutherland's, um, autograph booth and I decided to go get um, lunch which I really rarely do I mean I'll usually settle on the BS food they have Connie's pizza and well I I shouldn't really badmouth Vienna hot dogs Um, everything else seems a little too too sophisticated like the bistro is like and the chicken cob salad what you're selling wings on a screen. Who the f- I mean, I really don't know who eats a Cobb salad. Um, so, oh yeah, and if I planned things better, I could have seen Jimmy Dore at Zany's. Um, I digress about that. Didn't get the word about that until my older sister said, oh, I'm going to see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, but did you know? And it's like, you could have probably, I don't know. I digress. So, uh, King Bowling Lanes. So, after looking at, oh, nope, I gotta, come on, yeah. So, 
I ended up going to the, um, after looking at all the menus on, one, Four Roses is gone, it's a seafood place, which, you know, if they had a win- uh, menu on the wall, I'd probably have gone there. And I probably should have gone there, because after reviewing all the window menus, it's like, why are we trying to reinvent the wheel with all of these takes on tacos and pizza so i figured well wings sound good and it looks like the bowl is going to have the thing and they had seven dollar seasoned waffle fries so i thought okay this looks promising and at when i got there there may have been two tables besides me uh now by the time i finished um which was a struggle that tells you about the food the uh fries didn't taste warm but i mean somehow they're they were textured enough to feel like a chip that they were kind of enjoyable the wings absolutely sucked and my waiter was no good i'm using the waiter as a gender neutral term so you can read further into that so um you know i'm eating wings i get one coke refill like i i don't want to be steve buscemi mr pink but you know it really was attempting well there's no way i'm giving you 18 percent and i did not so you can all hold that against me i didn't get booze and it took 20 minutes before she decided oh yeah after I've put all my plates on together and pulled out my credit card, kind of waving it, it took 20 minutes before she got me out of the place. So, and I'm sorry to expose her gender, but, ah, jeez. Basically, you had a crap shift, and you're just not going to work during it. I get it. Um, Until there was work to be done. And, yes, I'm going to acknowledge that a table of Spanish speakers might be a little more tricky to take care of, but I had already been waving my credit card by that point. So yeah, very disappointed by uh, Kings Lane's uh, bowling alley. Uh, grabbed some snacks at Sugar. Overpriced, yes. And when I mean snacks, I mean just jelly bellies and um, a bag of Big League Chew. Um, so then we went on to, um, so went back, got my autograph with uh, Kiefer Sutherland, gave me plenty of time to catch the Danny Trejo uh, panel, and Danny just doesn't give a smeg. God bless the man that he heard England thinks is the most recognizable Hispanic. That's, uh, but he was just a ball of, ball of fun, um, really another inspirational panel you know this guy did time but he got himself cleaned up and he's gonna be 80 next year so um and he just very big on you know you help people just go and help people it's going to pay off and i don't know i don't have maybe i gotta hit the gym too to get his build um (laughs) so but yeah, he's just fun. He did not give a smeg about talking about movies. Uh, now, Victor Dandridge, being a good moderator, did did manage that. But, you know, no threats about cameras for that one, so I don't think Danny's directing anything. Um, then, 
I left that, had to leave the main room again to, uh, um, for the next panel and, uh, checked out the end of a, uh, podcast, uh, not a podcast, a group of people who do, like, I saw how to do fan dubs and they're taught and really only caught like the last 10 minutes of it, which a great networking lessons and such, but they're doing fan dubs of Japanese video games that I think you play online and like one of those weird like um fad things my opinion like I mean I don't want to be tied to a screen as I debate as I'm you know eyeing that loaded game box so uh, then I stuck around for the Felicia Day panel, and I know her best is Kinga Forrester. I tried watching, and I think she even says it, you know, yeah, sometimes my humor back in the day for some of her um, web-based shows. I know she had a show on Netflix, I think it was Critical Role, perhaps. And yeah, uh, just doing the life of gaming and D&D, tabletop stuff, and it's like, I just was the humor wasn't there for me. I know her best is Kinga Forrester, and it's like, oh, and it kind of sucks. Like, are you telling me Emmett gives Gizmoplex is being striked against? Because I don't think Netflix is handling MST3K anymore. But I digress. It's just bad news. But again, she's really like every all the panels are just great people talking about how to do what you're doing what you want to do and you know i is danny Trejo said just keep helping people and it'll pay off and again as i say it's like uh, i might need to get a little more jacked to be taken seriously and felicia day you know just make a thing which is cool and i'm doing that this is 90 for chill the podcast with cat bus for us um but let's see, by that point, I am finishing off my fifth of Deep Eddie Cranberry Vodka. On, I wasn't feeling it too much. I'm just tired, I guess. Um, as I say that, I'm going to drink some Old Smoky Orange Cream. Still pretty good. I'll probably finish that off. Uh, by the time my sister gets back from the turtles. So, um, uh, then that's, I guess you could say, oh, did I get the key for Sutherland autograph? Yes, I did. He was very cool. It kind of makes me wish I had kids just so I have something he can talk about. Because, you know, no, I don't want it. I don't want a signet. I don't want it personalized. Because... <sighs> I'm not planning on selling him, but it's like, it's, you know, shit hits the fan. Yeah. Um, but he didn't do a premium charge. Good man there. So extra points. And he's, but no, I think if I had something to say, he would have been very cool to chat with. Um, so very cool. As I said, I kind of wish I had kids. I really wish I would have been able to bring Ava to the con. I, I might have to just buy one of those cat bat packs. Um, oh, yeah, 15-year-old cat will love that. <laughs> but, um, and with that said, Allie did check on Ava and said she's doing fine. The dry food might run out, but 
that that she she won't be she's gonna do cat things like it's gonna be a little circle in the middle and then she's not gonna eat and then she's she appreciated somebody gave her wet food which she hasn't had in a couple days so thank you Allie for taking care of that I might have to check the cameras to see how she's Ava's doing anyhow so yeah got the um got the uh Funko Pop, so cool. Mission accomplished. Uh, tomorrow we'll be getting the uh, Giancarlo Esposito autograph. And um, uh, Kiefer's doing his panel tomorrow. I missed Giancarlo uh, Esposito's po- uh, panel, but I've seen him before. I-, I hate to do that to people because I've seen Danny Trejo before, so you can't pick and choose. doesn't feel right, but there's so much to do with these cons. I say that, and I don't think there's enough to do. Like, I really want some weird panels. More podcasts. I really think Fan Expo has definitely been a step down from what Wizard World was doing. So, that's my opinion. You know, basically over-organizing it now. you got to go through a freaking maze to get, get here. I mean, granted, no metal detectors, and that will backfire them at some point. So it's just, um, yeah, they, um, I just don't think it's being well, ran well. Um, how they were telling me to expect my pass to get mailed to me. No, I ordered it before, just before you were going to up the prices. No, I didn't expect that. Uh, so, and the show floor, like, is there too much? I don't think so, because I saw a guy wearing a tour shirt of uh, Fan Expo, and it's definitely not what Wizard World was doing. It's probably only a third of them. So, I mean, do I have to research Gen Con in Indianapolis? Is that a? I'll have to talk to Tim Bates about that of Evil Penguin Games. You know, to see like, oh, is that one to go to? I mean, I think, uh, like, there's just so much missing. Like, it's cool to have three separate um, customized lightsaber places and affordable, and one of them that's affordable. Um, again, another purchase on mine. Yes, Russ, you have four lightsabers. But, you know, it, it's the, the, there's upkeep and such. Like, no, it's simple. Just put some AAA, you know, AAAs in your Disney one. But it senses, so it's going to run out pretty fast. Um, so yeah, lightsaber drama. Um, but you know, there's no unique stuff. Like um, there's no, like it's all crafts. Which hey, cool. Yeah, I'm eyeing a 3D printed R2D2 who's painted up like Aladdin Sane. So there's stuff I want, but. I don't have... I own... I live in a one-bedroom apartment. I don't have the wall space to keep buying art. Uh, so I really should have brought my little book where I was putting 8 by 10s and see how much space I had. Granted, that means more money spent. But I think I've done pretty well. So, all things considered. No credit cards have been maxed out. And I think, you know, I got my emergency fund still in a good place. So, um, so the only drama really that happened for me, I mean, I guess you could say a bad lunch at King's Lanes didn't help, was, uh, 
leaving the Felicia Day, I ended up leaving one of my bags, which somebody was kind enough to take right to, to um, I mean, I went back, snuck back into the panel looking for it and then talked to the, to the uh, sound guy and he said, oh yeah, somebody found it. They told me about it. I told them to take it to Lost and Found and it was immediately able to find the Lost and Found. What I didn't notice was that I left uh, my fanny pack open and the only thing that fell out, fortunately, not that I had anything I was worried about falling out, because um, eventually it's just, like, I put my wallet in there when I go through security, and then it's like, yeah, put it in my pocket. Yeah, right in my pocket. System the down fans out there. So, yeah, I lost my business card case, which I really feel bad just because all the business cards I grabbed and was given. Um... I mean, I probably had less than a dozen cards to um, still give out, which, hey, I think I'm doing well if that's the case. Um, and a lot more notice people noticing the Captain N today. I mean, I was walking through Artist Alley at one point, and somebody says, Kevin Keane? I look back, because I know that's the name of... Well, I was pretty sure that's the name of Captain N. Um, but... You know, I knew it was Kevin at least. <laughs> you know, looking back, like, oh yeah, no, cool, yeah, awesome, cool new Japan shirt. And that's just uh, the new pan with Japan T-shirts. Just my philosophy that a T-shirt needs to have a graphic on it. Just an opinion. So, so you know, I'll just have to go on Amazon to order a business card holder again. Those aren't going to be expensive. Um. Oh, great, but I gotta go on Amazon. So it's like, what other weird stuff do you need from there? Uh, so, but I mean, if that's the biggest drama, um, and the only other thing I have to worry about is, oh, there's a guy, like I pulled aside a guy dressed as Little Mac uh, for a photo, just for a selfie, so I can have something to put on this podcast uh, as a uh, poster, logo, what have you. So... That, so, I hope you appreciate your exposure, sir, is what I'll say about that. Um, so, yeah, that was a fan expo. You know, got home, I mean, got to the hotel, watched AEW, Collision, uh, well-planned punk main event, but, you know, he shouldn't be in any main events. He shouldn't be employed by any major wrestling promotion. He did not want to help AEW. He wanted his own TV show. That is all. And I'll say it. Freaking poser. Um, and that's what he wanted back when... That's not. That was the pipe bomb. It was not about change the business for the better. No, it's about treating me better. Making me the headliner. So, and what he did to Cole Cabana, like, yeah. There you go. So, we'll... Uh, wrap it up then just gonna run over 30 minutes on this which is funny because my conversation with the big sis probably ran eh, close to 40 i digress and i think people appreciate the short ones so let's see if i leave tomorrow with a lightsaber a video game system and another mystery box working on my talking about wrestling promotions my dreams of having a video game themed wrestling promotion just so i can name um a show a total canon group tribute 
you know, uh, electric kumite, kumite to, you know, or whatever the promotions would be called in the second event, electric kumite to, so, yeah, just the weird stuff in my brain, but thanks for listening to the 90 for Chill podcast, rate and subscribe on your favorite podcast apps, five stars preferably, be as honest as you want with the text, I do reciprocate reviews on Apple, the username is the Scoops Daily, and I think it just shows up as Russ Stevens on Spotify. And um, thank you for the Valley Boys podcast for uh, taking the time to give me those stars. Very cool. And um, I can't wait to see Ava in the next uh, couple of days. I say that, and it's like, yeah, I'm going to just sleep over at my parents for Monday, um, Sunday night. But, um, but I know she's in good, good hands with... Um, Stacia, keep an eye on everything important to me, and Skimble's ghost probably wants to annoy the heck out of him, so, out of her, so, yeah, that's uh, everything today, hope you enjoyed, and, uh, yeah, we won't be back till Tuesday, where I'll talk about uh, day four, and then attach all this stuff to the end of that, for those people who are not leaving Podbean, it's 90 for Chill, the podcast with the cat bus, Russ. I do have some ideas on fixing that. Um, well, I'm going to try at least um, with uh, after um, Walcom. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to start subscribing to a paint program. Uh, everybody's just looking to make an extra buck. Screw capitalism. I just want to live and thrive. So thanks for listening again and have yourselves a good night.